Welcome one, welcome all to the second Campus Jobs podcast. Uh, Thank you to all the returning listeners. (laughs) Um, So a lot of students struggle with financial difficulties whilst at university. I myself tried to balance three part-time jobs in my second year alongside my degree and the social aspects that come with studying at uni. uni. Uh, Needless to say, it was no piece of cake and I would not recommend. (laughs) I had many a stressful night. Um, Today, I'm joined by the director of Henley Careers to talk to you about side hustles. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, hello. Nice to to be on the podcast. So I'm Nima Pasha. I'm, uh, as as you say, director of Henley Careers, but I look after career development and also looking at the future of work as well. Well, it's lovely to have you on the podcast. My first official guest. (laughs) I am a bit nervous. I don't know if anybody can tell, but (laughs) we'll, uh, we'll go past the nerves. So just to explain... Uh, if any of you don't know what a side hustle is, it's a way to make some extra cash that allows you the flexibility to pursue what you're most interested in. Uh, it can also be your true passion, a chance to delve into fashion, travel, or whatever it is you care about the most without impacting on your studies or even your day job. Uh, Nima, my guest this week, is, well, she is my guest because she has a side hustle, don't you? Yeah, uh, well, uh, one of my side hustles is advising people about side hustles. <laughs> so this is like your side hustle? This is partly my side hustle. So um, the last time I talked about it was with a group of female entrepreneurs in Fab. in London who are looking to set up uh, side hustles and they are people working. They're millennial. They're called the millennial women side hustles. <laughs> so they were um, women in their late 20s, early 30s. Uh, so I was working with them to to help. Them. Oh, so do you advise them on the side hustle? Like, yeah. So help them more about the per, the, the the development side of it. Um, so a little bit on the business development, but a lot of that is already sorted from their perspective. It's more about the oh. mindset and how they should go about it, and how you know what qualities they need to bring out in order to develop their side yeah. hustle. Because when I um, when I started researching into side hustles, I wasn't sure what the main differentiation was between a side hustle and a part time job, and maybe the way I've described it. Um, yeah. It would you would you. So what what we're looking at in side hustles, and it and it came from um, particularly the white paper that we did mm. uh, last year in in Henley Business School. Um, it's looking at that you have your main job. So for students, you've got your main, um, you're, you're studying. If you're a full-time student, you're studying full-time. So yeah. it's looking at things alongside that. So, but if you're working, you'd be working, say, you know, working at the business school or working in, I don't know, in Deloitte or you're working you know, as a yeah. teacher or whatever you're doing. <laughs> and then you're looking at something which is bringing you income, um, but it's not like a. It's not just about part-time jobs. So you could be saying work, you know, doing your studies and then working at ASDA or something. And that yeah. we would say, yeah, that's useful. But we'll probably look at something a side hustle is is more entrepreneurial, looking at something where you're developing your. So it's skills. an actual business yes. kind of aspect to it, rather than just a part-time job. Yeah, that's that's what we. That's the angle we looked at more yeah. more so in our white paper. Well, I'm glad you've uh, clarified it for everyone <laughs> because I wasn't sure. Um, what would you say having have having a side hustle and a part and a full time job? I should say. What would you, uh, what would you think is the hardest thing to overcome when you start your side hustle initially? It, it's getting going. Um, so getting the first starting point to get moving is the most difficult side. So um, so start connecting with potential customers. Start doing yeah. market research 
start seeing if your product or service has legs. That's the most, that's so a lot of people will keep their idea quite conceptual for for quite a long time, including me. This is not this yeah. is kind of normal kind of thing. And finding space for it, especially if you're working or studying full time, making space for something um, when you're so pushed for time is something mm. you've really got to consider. So in some ways doing something like a part-time job where you get your income is, is is more contained so you've got the hours that you do in that yeah whereas a business startup you've got to think about a lot more about the business and how you're going to incorporate that in and I guess when you start a business they do say that it's going to take a long time and a lot more effort than when the business like uh, if your business was to grow and progress and it's always you put more effort in at the start to yeah although I'd say it's I think recognizing that a business takes effort so uh, even when you so running a business takes effort as well so and keeping your potential so you might be selling something but then you've got to get new markets because then so that also takes energy so yeah. just to know that it takes um, it's going to take time out of your existing time so <laughs> so you'll have no sleep <laughs> there is some things that people talk about in the side hustling thing is that yeah kind of come to terms with the fact you've got to make some sacrifices mm. over others in order for you to put the hours in to so that would probably i mean it would probably impact more on your social life then wouldn't it if you can't because you can't you've got your main job where you need your income and then you want to grow this and then you know there's only so many aspects to a person's life that they can i i would say and, and you've really got to weigh that up if it's mm. important to you um because some there will be some sacrifices because you are working longer hours they're just yeah. that's just the way it is well to put a positive spin on it because we uh we're talking about what the hardest thing is can we flip it a little bit and say what what from your experience what you found the biggest benefit of your side hustle is so our research showed that more and more people are looking at doing side hustles so that was it's a growing area and the growth area yeah, so we found in our research that actually uh, one in four adults, that's 25% of the um, adult population, is undertaking side hustles. So oh, people wow. are doing some kind of, yeah, so, and that figure is growing, and the biggest percentage within that, just to give you all the facts, and yeah, data, yeah, go for our, it, are <laughs> younger people, because people looking at, and I think that's, people look at work differently, because um, whereas perhaps an older generation, would be thinking you're going to start a job you'll be there for for a long time you're going to give your contribution to that company and in return they give you a salary and benefits yeah. and security but um, people nowadays thinking well that security that you know jobs for life isn't there so therefore I'm going to pursue other interests as well so first of all it's makes sense because you've got another line of income yeah um, but in addition like you said right at the beginning when you introed the, the whole piece <laughs> about passions and um, so you could be working on a particular area um, that you think I really you know you're working say you've decided to become an accountant or a teacher you think I love this this is what I'm doing and I really enjoy it but there's this other side of the, you that you particularly enjoyed um, previously uh, mm. which is more creative say yeah. or just more businessy or something like that and you want to pursue that that gives you that outlet because the other side of it other um, unlike a part-time job you can choose your hours a little bit more exactly um yeah so when, when I was looking into it I I was reading all this stuff and I 
immediately thought of these two um, girls who I went to school with. They were twins. Their mother oh. had a full-time job, but they were all really creative as a family. So they used to make jewellery just in their spare time at home. And then they'd come to like our school fates and sell them. And it was really popular. Now I'm thinking, that was a side hustle. That's, that's the yeah. again, classic side but hustle. But at the time, like, you wouldn't know. Because when did, when did the term side hustle like It's an American develop? term, which you can probably imagine. It's been around <laughs> time. But I think there was a book. I forget the guy's name, actually. It's called Guy. He's called Guy. Yeah, he's called Guy. Well, if you're listening, (laughs) he's called Guy something, and he wrote a book about side hustling. And then there's a very um, there's a woman who is called Emma, and I can't remember her name, but she's got a book. Shout uh, out to Guy and Emma. Guy. (laughs) She's got a, a book called Working the. Um, five till nine so you so oh, I like Dolly yes. Parton yes. <laughs> but not nine to five the five to nine oh right yes. oh gosh <laughs> so like Dolly Parton but Dolly, Dolly Parton had the side <laughs> so she says that. so the bit that bit so the five to nine when work's done that you're, you're working on the oh, other God. thing so she so that that was about I'd say about ten years ago that these books came out mm. I'm just shoving Guessing. stuff out there guesstimating <laughs> and so and so for you what would you say would be your biggest benefit of the side hustle would it be the fact that you can explore your passion yes and I think there's so there's several things that come from it that so there's you can explore your passion you're it's actually quite um people talk about having uh, a sense of autonomy that you're doing your own thing mm. that nobody's saying oh you've got to do this by then yeah. so there's this sort you of can self, be your own boss you can be your own boss and and be a bit more kind of creative with your ideas not necessarily you didn't necessarily need to be a creative person because you could be choosing something that's mm. not creative but um but you, 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 you have your own boss and have a bit of autonomy and it's something that's yourself that's and it's always something to, to fall back on if, you know, if you want to think, you know, I want to leave full-time work for a while or something or take a gap year, which could happen at the end of studies or it could be happening at the end of, in the middle of a career or yeah. something, you can still, you can look at something else which is perhaps bring an income in. Well, I'm not going to lie, I've already thought, you know how you imagine where your life is going and you're like, well, in 10 years' time, in 5 years' time, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to have a full-time job, but they'll be give, but I'll only be working four days a week because I think everybody loves to work one day from home or something like that. So maybe now well, I'll change it so it's like I work four days a week and then my fifth day will be my side hustle day. That's amazing can, because we've written another white paper for, for better, for worse, which is always thinks we should start a wedding, <laughs> a wedding side hustle. But it's actually about um, the four day week. Um, and one of the aspects that we've we've looked into it, why people might want to do four day week, yeah. is for the for a day for for the four days or the three days because you look an extended weekend where you're doing your own side hustle. Yeah. So there's interesting maybe things. They're, you maybe say. they're growing in the yeah because I mean I hadn't I hadn't looked into side hustles. Um, you know, a while ago, but I already thought, oh, well, I'll, uh, in my dream <laughs> scenario, I'll be working a four-day week, so well, there we go. go. Now I know what to do with my fifth day. <laughs> um, in the other white paper that you mentioned um, about called The Side Hustle Economy, you talk about the importance of trust and the idea of a new psychological contract. Would you mind expanding on sure, that a little bit? of course. <laughs> so, um, when, so, traditional kind of work... Uh, workplaces that you go as I've just talked about the nine to five and you go there and you have your hours lunch break or whatever it is uh, and the employer your employer who whoever they are expecting you to come in and and do that kind of commitment during that time yeah now sometimes at the side hustle it might not be just your Friday for example there might be some other aspects that you need to do when you were in the workplace which might Ah. seem a bit uh, 
odd because you are you are employed by your main employer. You have to give that. But the, but what you what an employer might be thinking is that you're coming into the workplace using the free Wi-Fi, using the printing off yeah. stuff, and thinking you're not really committed to this. You're really committed to your side business. This is just a way of you doing that. That could happen. Some employers may think this. So what I'm suggesting is that um, <coughs> a psychological contract is this thing that you go to work, like I said, you go to work, you get paid, you get training, yeah. um, you get development, and, and in return, you know, you, you give loyalty. And that was like the old psychological contract at workplace. And I'm saying it's got to change a little bit and be more flexible because employers aren't giving long-term, they're not giving long-term job security because no employer no. can nowadays. Um, training development they do give, but a lot of it is still down to the employer E to sort of develop their own training plan. And they know that, you know, they could bring in a change, look, we're going to do a restructure, we're going to do this. So they're not getting that kind of stability. Yeah. So I think the two-way side of it is that employers aren't giving perhaps what they used to give in the um, olden days. Uh, <laughs> by olden days, I mean like 10, 20 years ago. Um, and so therefore, accept that people are working more flexibly. You just talked about the four-day week as a mm. particular desire. To know that actually, because things are changing in the workplace... Um, the Employees' demands are changing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Their expectations. People, yeah, and they want to work flexibly. They want, they've want they got um, commitments, and it's not just family. It could be side hustle commitments yeah. as well. So it's if you've got a really good person, say you, Caitlin, join the company, and you're doing your <laughs> side hustle, and you, during the four days that you are there, say, or the five days, you know, if you're doing that, you know that that employee is going to get a really committed person. They're creative. They're entrepreneurial. The stuff that they're doing in their side hustle means that their skills are being developed, and that could be used in the organisation. Yeah. So I think that's what I meant by the sort of this this whole re the revisiting of the psychological contract yeah. is to look at uh, trust on both sides being improved. Would you say that um, the em- employers maybe have this preconception about a side hustle? Like you say, how they they think that you're coming in using the Wi-Fi just to build your side hustle. That they expect. The expectation is that your side hustle will become your main yeah. business and you will then leave the yeah. so that, so <laughs> the organisation yeah, and that's why pe- they're a bit hesitant. Absolutely, some people will have that kind of view. So it's about, it's down to the employee to say, to really kind of explain it and build that trust. And it's not, when we talk about the employer, we say, it sounds like this sort of like amorphous <laughs> But actually it's your boss. So you yeah. say, you talk to the boss or the HR team or whatever and saying, this isn't going to impinge my work. You can see I'm very committed and I'm doing all these things. This is a way of, you know, an outlet and creativity and I think it could work well. So if you allow, and I found, because my team um, do side hustles, so Ooh, could you um could you yeah, sure. name any like? yeah of course so <laughs> you know uh, the team are career professionals and deli- so their day their daytime is delivering career uh, re- uh, professional employer related activities for students here at the business school at the university um but they all many of them are developing side hustles and some of them are yoga and oh i like yoga yeah, mindfulness exactly. has become a big thing so doing now. so people sort of merging that kind of looking so somebody's really interested in, in in fitness and health and well-being and merging that into classes around yoga but also about mindfulness and things so that someone's doing wow. that someone one of our team who's brilliant at a at 
comedy classes. No. Yeah. No. So that's, that's, see, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect, I don't know why, but I, I wouldn't no, expect wouldn't. those to be side hustles. So, yeah, and, and looking at how it can help people release, uh, again, it's kind of linked to what we do as career people. We want to enable students to be the best they can be. And so we're looking at different ways of doing that. Yoga might be one, but another way might be, you know, learning how to do effective comedy and because wow. then you can communicate better. So one of our team is doing that. I've got another, uh, someone else in the team who works with Lego. And there's something Ooh, called Lego Series Play. So I've actually had a session with her. With, in, <laughs> yeah, um, she came yeah. to do your stuff, didn't I she? I thought it was so fun. Yeah, but so also, that's... I didn't, she was, she was um, getting us to like, conceptualise these things through Lego and you would you'd go oh I don't think I can do it but then bam there, there you, you are yeah there I found go. it so like the way the way you can put your thoughts into th- Lego honestly I was that's ama- I know I was impressed there you go so that's so she does she does that that's her side hustle to, wow. to run that for teams what would you say to the people who would argue that because you're it's your passion that you're turning into a business you might find that you're your love for whatever it is that you're doing diminishes. Does that tend to happen? Would you... Yeah, I, I don't know. Or would you say it grows because you're developing it? I, I'm not sure. See, sometimes... Well, I think what happens is that when you're working in an organisation and you're doing similar things on a regular mm. basis, that could be diminishing. So in some ways, doing something like a side hustle can give you a little bit of a boost yeah. for doing something extra. And it might not be like you... You know, the Friday after do something might be quite useful. Or it might be... A weekend a month might be a side hustle because that's when I did my working with the millennial group was at a weekend and that was that was good because it was nice yeah. and it wasn't and it and it, it was just a little boost and it was a lovely experience but it didn't so it wasn't um, some so it added I think to my experience of the workplace. Yeah. I'm saying so. Yeah. I think um, an argument would be a pro for side hustling is that it can keep you motivated because it's giving you a little bit of variety in your. In your work, in a different sense, a sense of achievement. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Would you, um, to all the uh, university students and people looking out there for jobs, would you say that you can mention your side hustle on your CV? That's not something that you oh, have 100%. to leave off. Yeah, can... no, I think you should mention it. And I run a, a I run a session for students um, as well. So I ran it last year. So for the first time, I'm running it again in spring term again. So. Uh, and it was the most look out for it guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I expect everybody to do that. <laughs> uh, but that was really good because it was our busiest it was the most uh, it was really co- I remember it because it was really cold and I thought people aren't going to turn up because oh. it's so cold but they all trudged over you know from agriculture or whatever they were studying all over to the business yeah. school and it was the busiest one that we'd had so it was absolutely packed um, wow. and uh, people were there who already had side hustles so there's a lot yeah. of students uh, who have side hustles um, so and some of them this is what I want to say some of them had started them it was a, at school so the kind of tuck shop and send, selling sweets oh. and things like that. But that's a, so people had earned quite a lot of money from that and then they reinvested it into um, side hustles for at u- when they got to uni so just to give you some examples people Please started um, car- you know selling car- making creating cards and sending those uh, Oh. Uh, t-shirts oh my god I know that was really, really <laughs> clever to do t-shirts and you just print the t-shirts and sell that um, and the tuck shop thing grew into other kind of catering and event stuff there was somebody and then people were talking about people's passion there was somebody start, who decided to start a side hustle after that session on sushi and delivering oh, sushi wow. I know so um, so you inspired people to start their <laughs> well, own I think they inspired themselves they were like yeah you know what I could do this and I'm trying to think of some 
other ideas. There's somebody who keeps exotic pets, exotic spiders, and that's part of them. They kind of show them and they get money for that. Oh, uh, I'm not going to lie, that would probably scare me. I'm not sure I'd go for that It was their one, passion. But... <laughs> it was their... Oh, yeah, somebody... The adventure really... seekers. Yes. <laughs> and somebody there said, I'm really, really into K-pop. And that's my thing. Okay. And uh, I've decided, uh, I don't know if she did it or not, but I want to run a K pop society, do some K pop events and K pop t shirts, and start this as a rather than just keep it as a thing. I'm sure people in the university, so uh, other people must be K pop yeah, fans. Yeah, so sure. Rather than just do it as a society, sort of like, let's get together about this. But They're actually, like one look of at the it biggest as a fans in the whole of the music industry. Yes, I think. It's a whole genre, isn't it? So yeah. it's quite good. So uh, that's what she went off and thought you know I could money I could make money from this so the, the thing about this what side hustle is it's entrepreneurial mm. and, and thinking entrepreneurially rather than um, you know in, in other ways so that's what we're looking yeah at, but in a positive way I think it's a positive thing yeah um well I, I hope that the people listening to this and listening to you talk because the way you explain it is so it is positive and it sounds it's really uplifting uh, so I hope people have become inspired um so my final question to you is what would be your last best piece of advice either that someone had given to you before you started your side hustle or something that um someone did or said that really stuck with you throughout your well, ongoing side hustle experience? brilliant thank you well <laughs> well I'm gonna so I just finished my PhD I just finished that oh congratulations about, thank you about god you've got so you've got so many things couple, going I know, on this is, I know so a couple of <laughs> uh, months ago so I graduated in September in um in Henley so that was really good but from that I'm going to give you something from that actually because yeah. it was researching people looking at managing uncertainty including side hustles and other things and actually my biggest thing I found from that was is building resilience and I can give you a specific because I looked at all different aspects of it and looking at um, how we build resilience and the key thing I want to say is having self-reliance and that is thinking I can do this and having yeah. a sense of self-belief and that's that's the kind of my message I want to give to the world is to say <laughs> starting now <laughs> yeah, is to say um, you know doing anything like studying doing a job running a side hustle you will run into failure you'll run into things that don't work yeah and it, this will happen and you will get a lot of rejection and things won't you think uh, and and people criticize People say, why are you doing that? Or, you know, whatever. All these things will come together and, and you'll think, is this worth doing still? But the, the people from my research, I could say this is a research base rather than just sort of like um, a yeah. poster or something. But it, it's a <laughs> yeah, quote. Quote on Facebook, sort of like. So this is uh, to say that the, the people that felt they could do it ended up doing things. So it's having that kind of push and moving forward and because you the, you can overcome barriers that sounds really cheesy to say but that's my evidence no way look I, I think that's a brilliant way to round <laughs> off the podcast I oh. think that's a lovely place to leave it um, great so thank you very much for joining me I've, I've really enjoyed our chat and I hope that other people will take something away from it and I'm sure they will because you've given some really good pieces of advice um, so yeah to end I would like to thank you for coming on the podcast and I'd like to say that our next podcast is I won't tell you what it's about because you'll kind of get it from the title but it's called it's all about Christmas so stay tuned thank you very much thank you